drugs are menacing our society. <laughs> always be paid for like um, I understand like I, a guy has to put in the effort he has to put in some type of money in some way but should he always feel like in the back of his mind like okay there's a girl that I like I know that I'm gonna have to spend money on her well I don't know. I consider myself to be a different type of woman. Um, it doesn't always have to be. Not every single situation calls for you to have to pay for pussy. I mean, because if I like you, I like you. So, I mean, whether you pay for it or not is not going to stop me from liking you. Okay. Now, that makes a lot of sense. But, I mean, it helps. I mean, who doesn't want to be wine and dying? Who doesn't want to, you know, get the shit that they do, J's that they want, and you know, the hair and the nails and all that type of stuff? But I'm an independent woman; I can get all that shit myself. But right. what I can't get myself is a man that's gonna love me for me. For sure, though, you can't even uh, pay for that. For real, you really can't even pay exactly. for that. That's serious. Ah, okay, so that's a good answer, but I, I definitely feel where you're coming from where you say, you know, it's not going to stop me from liking you. And I just think it's a game, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This is 2020, and we're still looking at things a backwards way sometimes. I still think, like, there's a game that we're playing. Like, there's a... To play the relationship game or to say that you're in the game, you know, you put yourself out there and then... You're in a game one-on-one with a person, you know what I'm saying? And it becomes mm-hmm. you and that person kind of building together as a team together. Or you all can be playing one versus one and don't even know that you're playing each other, you know what I'm saying? And I don't like that. Well, uh, I don't I don't I know. I just think the game can be to, played different. You know, you have to really talk to a person and see what where they're really coming from. Not just hear them and let it go through one ear and out the other. Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, blah, 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 blah. blah. You have to really actually take the time to listen to a person and see where they're coming from, see where they've been, and see where they're going. Communication is key. To really connect with them. Communication is very key. You went right to it. You hit it on the head. Hit the nail on the head. I appreciate that, man. That's what's up. (laughs) Um, Was it a zinger? No, 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 that was good. I mean, because you hit it. I mean, that's exactly what you... 
You know what I'm saying? Out of the ballpark, you feel me? Uh, if you're just now listening, listeners' discretion is advised. Uh, I have a guest. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to Black Euphoria Sex Talk Podcast, and uh, this is the best sex talk podcast that you can listen to. B E S T. If you are not following along, uh, I am your host, Thirteen, and. I'm sure that you can see the title, but we're not going to talk about the title right now. We're just going to go straight into this. I have a guest. You know what I'm saying? I have a guest here in Black Euphoria. This is a black safe place for nasty black people to talk freely. The no judgment zone. The literal sense of the word no judgment. That's exactly what we strive for in the Black Euphoria family. You feel me? Uh, So if you Netflix and... Blah, let me get my mouth together. Let me get that. Try that again. If you Netflix and then chilling. Working out at the gym. If you're in your car in traffic on your commute, I appreciate you listening. If you're in a waiting room somewhere or if you're just in bed, laying down, getting some head, bouncing up and down on the dick, doing a magic trick, make that shit disappear, do your thing. I appreciate you for <laughs> listening to me. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, so I appreciate you. We're in the doctor's office. And when you walk into the doctor's office, they ask you stupid shit like your sexual orientation, sexual preferences, and all of that type of stuff. I do not ask any of those kind of questions here at this show. If you're a man, you're a man. If you're a woman, you're a woman. There's only two genitalia. You Period. There's only two. And so, if there's more than two, I want to see it. If there's more than two genitals out there, I want to see it. Whatever that third one is, I want to see it because... You can either have one, the other, or both. There's nothing in between. There's nothing else special under the sun. So, anyways, I have a guest. And what I'm going to do is she's going to go home with some homework. She's going to be here to learn something. And I'm going to let her speak for herself because I don't want to do too much. I don't want to do not enough. What I'll do is let her introduce herself. Introduce yourself. Hi, hello audience. Um, my name is Toothpick. My actual name is Latiana, but I go by Toothpick. I'm a fun, loving, crazy, outspoken person. I like to think of myself as a personality of Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Megan, Raven Baxter, and um, there's another one I can't. I'm having a brain fart right now. But you know, I like the classiness. I feel like I'm classy when I'm classy. I like Nicki Minaj, and I'm petty. Like all three of them, because all three of them were petty. Um, I could work the house down, boots. So yeah. All right, too thick. I hear you. I hear you talking that shit. I appreciate your energy and your vibes. You feel me? <laughs> Over there talking that shit. Um, yeah, so I have an interesting guest with me, and we're gonna do an interesting topic. I I probably am gonna do this topic because of how special a topic this is, or whatever. I'm probably gonna do it once, twice, three times, a couple more times. So if you guys like this one, make sure that you like, 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 comment, subscribe. Make sure that you check out what's new on the Patreon, uh, Patreon backslash Black Euphoria. And just check out and see what's coming up, see what's new, see what's been happening, and 
let's get back to it, man. I want to ask you a bunch of shit that goes into, you know, your private, personal feelings, but it's not going to be that way. It's just a conversation, like, it's just a therapy session. Just a normal everyday conversation, so I don't want you to feel like sure. oh, I'm on a spot him in the hot seat. Never want you to feel like that. But this topic is gonna be very fun, very enjoyable. But we're gonna go here with this. Just start it off. Do you smoke weed? Yes, of course. Every day, I like. I don't know. Like, if you don't smoke weed, you should because it's kept me from killing a lot of people. I mean, I don't know if I can say that, but if I can, I just did. Sorry. Well, we we niggas around here. This is all black people and shit. You you amongst the no judgment zone. So whatever you say is fine. Whatever people feel, I'm sure that there's somebody that feels your exact same sentiments exactly the way that you said it. So it's cool. Just be yourself. I feel exactly where you're coming from. Cause yeah, it'll keep you from going off the edge. You know what I'm saying? I tell you, alcohol takes you to the ledge and takes you over it. Makes you feel bad the next day. Gives you a hangover and all of that type of shit if you overindulge. But we, you OD, you OD and you going to sleep. You're not ODing and dying. Nobody's going to AA and alcoholism classes and right. all of that stuff behind we. you just going to sleep. You know what I'm saying? If you OD, it's like, you thought he was dead. No, he ain't dead. Just shake him. You know what I'm saying? He be up in a little bit. He ain't dead. Yeah. So. Good ass sleep. Yeah, yeah, good sleep, you know what I'm saying? No stress, you know what I'm saying? He worried about nothing going on in the world right now. He just, he high, that's it. Well, medicated, I'm sorry about that. So, with saying that it's medicated, is it legal where you are located now? Because um, I know weed I is basically Arkansas. getting legal everywhere, so... Well, I live in Arkansas. This state is like 10 years behind when it comes to every single thing. The whatever, like, we can't even buy alcohol on Sundays. Oh, you so, still can't buy alcohol on Sundays. Bar. Wow. Yeah, we can't buy alcohol on Sundays. Everywhere. The whole state of Arkansas. Okay, well, the state where I live, we probably just got it a year ago now. I think it might be a year and a half now that we've had alcohol on Sundays. It's been a long journey, a long road to get into it. And I think that first and second Sunday, they was in the, <laughs> it was in there heavy. It was in there going crazy, just trying to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, it was even a thing, you know what I'm saying. But when people was able to do it, going to the Walgreens, going to the Walmart, going to the, any liquor store, they was packed on Sunday. So when it happens too thick i'm talking to you when it happens in your area you'll feel the energy you know what i'm saying yes we're gonna love it because i'm tired of going out on saturday and have to buy a whole bunch of alcohol just so i can drink on sunday that shit is so annoying but the thing here we can go to restaurants and drink okay we just can't physically buy the alcohol ourselves okay yeah that's true you can do that i mean you could have done that back in the day too but some of the bars and things like that, they were closed on Sundays. Well, you know what? If it's an actual bar or actual, like, strip club or whatever the fuck, yeah, they selling alcohol in there. But then sometimes they be like, bring your own bottle and shit. It's like, how the f- how can you do that on a Sunday? It made no sense. I don't know. For a long time, that made no sense to me. 
don't know. That's yeah, weird. it's like it's different. So you down south too thick, and I ain't think that you was gonna tell me where you was from. I tell you these conversations that I have before we have these conversations, these sit downs in Black Euphoria. I love those conversations. Shout outs to Miss Shar in the first episode. Um, Miss Too Thick is actually in one of those groups that uh, Miss Shar had. That we spoke on in our first episode or whatever in Black Euphoria. You should check it out, Too Thick. I did speak to the um, the owner of that particular group. And we had a little hey. conversation about something that happened um, in the group. You know what I'm saying? We talked about it. Mm-hmm. So, that was weird. It was a little tense. But, you know, I just wanted to get our thoughts on something that happens all the time. In the community or whatever, but enough of that dark shit. Stop talking about that dark shit. Let's talk about some more light shit. What about uh, your zodiac sign? What's your zodiac sign? My zodiac sign, and I don't know. I get a lot of hate from different people for my zodiac sign. I'm a Gemini, and you know people are known for saying Gemini is a two-faced, and you know this and that, this and that. But I'm a really sweet person. I mean. I'm going to give you the real. So, I mean, if that's, if you consider that to be, you know, two-faced or whatever, I'm sweet one minute, and then if I have to give you the real, I have to give you the real. But it's just me. I'm not going to apologize for being me. Okay, so before I even go there, are you into zodiac signs? Because you say that people kind of have their feelings about your zodiac signs. So are you even into any of the things that go along with zodiac signs saying stereotypes whatever that may go along with it um not really i mean zodiac sign is cool it matches you know people's people's personalities and things like that but i feel like if i click with your personality i click with your personality i feel like your zodiac sign really doesn't have anything to do with me clicking with who you are as a person yeah Niggas be giving out bad energy, though. That's all it is. Niggas don't eat breakfast, bro. Niggas do not eat breakfast. That's why they wake up and just be pissed off all damn day. Because they don't eat till fucking yeah. 4 o'clock in the afternoon and shit. Niggas just pissed off all day, B. It's all good, though. Um, You are in Black Euphoria. This is the No Judgment Zone. I would like for you to get comfortable. Enjoy. We're going to talk more about Black Euphoria and more about the topic of the day in just a moment so you guys stay tuned make sure that you like 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 comment review subscribe appreciate all the feedback make sure that you come back stay tuned and we back to it uh so i was asking you about your zodiac signs what about you know what I'm saying? Because this is black euphoria. What do you feel about young black people taking over? Like, the fact that black entrepreneurship, the fact that we now, you know, just history has been what it was for black people. Now, we're up on our feet and we're doing some stuff. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about that? This is a touchy subject for me because, well... Black people are awesome. We've been through a whole bunch of stuff. We've really, really come up in this world. We have black psychiatrists, doctors, lawyers, you know, police officers, you name it. 
but you know this generation is not um let's just say <laughs> we're not what we used to be right um the generation coming up everybody feels so entitled like they want you have to give 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 and nobody has to work for anything anymore mm-hmm. and i really think that sucks yeah the um the cloak or invisibility cloak or the veil of you know what i'm saying i guess responsibilities being on that other side or you know work and hard work being what actually gets you to that other side of actual success you know it's it's the grind i tell you i love the grind i love the hard work and that's what it takes to get to where these people are not just clicking a button and running up on these people and taking a selfie with them and putting it on your facebook or putting it on your goddamn snapchat and put it on your instagram like yo i got likes now like that's not what it's about it's about doing what they did like that grinding and that hard work to be that person that people run up on and do that you know take their selfies and then try and get their likes but you will be that person you can do it or you don't even yeah. have to be that person you can just be the michael jordan of your own shit like if you good at seriously yeah if you good at doing rubik's cubes and shit you be the michael jordan of that shit if you like playing chess do that if you like playing tennis do that if you like to write and that's one like thing draw, i like do. about black people you know i was thinking on you know how negative and things black people are mm-hmm. but on the positive note black people are some fucking entrepreneurs they know how to go and get to that money yep gotta be creative by any means necessary gotta be creative gotta be creative we natural born hustlers and we just gotta tap into what actually is something that we do so well that we don't even know that it's a hustle but we gotta just either even if it's not something that's actually going on turn it into a hustle but i tell you something simple as people don't have like just just do it like this 1990s they had cigarette truth commercials all the time now I'm seeing e-cigarette vape commercials and all of this shit. Do you know that they have like professional vaping competitions that people win $20,000 yeah. for just being in the shit? For real, just, just for blowing old and doing tricks with smoke. Just blowing fucking vape and shit. People is like famous. They got... Do you know what I'm saying? People walk up on these people and are starstruck at these people. And they got money. They riding around in Bentleys and shit. And they don't know how it's happening. And my mom used to be telling me that shit. She'd be like, yo, like, you see these white people riding right next to you. And they're soccer moms. You just don't know how they got this money. Some of them are trust fund babies. But some of them found a way to make something real simple also. It's literally out there for you. The opportunities are out there for you. Just stay focused, though. You just got to find it and own it. Yep, got to stay focused. Are you left-handed or right-handed? Pardon? 
Are you left-handed or right-handed? And don't be so I'm damn right proper. You're right-handed? Okay, cool. I asked you that just something simple or whatever. This is the regular degular part. This is the regular degular shit. And shout-outs to all my black people that love black shit. They just love black shit Woo-hoo. to the point. They just love blackberries and dark chocolate and goddamn black everything. Black excellence, you feel me? Um... But I ask you about your hands or whatever, just, you know, because left-handed people, they have some struggles that they see the world different and stuff like that. So it's just, I'll try to make it as simple as that, you know what I'm saying? It's, black people, we're not in Kansas anymore. We are better than 1940s thinking. We're better than that. It's 2020, you know what I'm saying? Stay woke. But, um... Yeah, enough of that black shit, though, while you're over there, um, exhausted sounding. Are you tired today? Um, I'm tired every day, honestly. Um, I wake up really early. I'm not really a morning person, but, you know, the job that I work at, it made me become a morning person because I have no choice but to get up in the morning. Okay. And then it, you know, kind of goes off on the weekend so I try to go to sleep no matter how early I go to sleep no matter how late I go to sleep I'm always up at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock on my off days and that's really annoying Mm, it's not annoying if you are working on doing some things with those hours with that time that you have you know what I'm saying with that time that you hate try to find some things that you love to do and try to force yourself to do them early in the morning it might make you have a brighter uh positive more positive outlook on the shit that you do in the morning on the shit that you do in the morning i'm serious if you you just got to find a balance like you become educated you hear the words and it sounds like a hundred dollar word bouncing off of your face and teeth you know what i'm saying it's just like okay he said some shit it sounded good but it's bouncing off of me you know what i'm saying but you just have to find the qualities of what you do want to hear, what you want to take in, and what you actually want to grasp, and then actually put that shit to work. You know what I'm saying? That's that grind that I'm sure. talking about. Um, But I do, you know what I'm saying, understand exactly what you mean, because some days are harder than others, you feel me? So, you know what I'm saying? Find that sweet spot, the balance. Definitely. Yeah, but shout-outs to you, though. What about, um, let's see, when... Uh, wait, let me ask you about some more black shit Because I was about to go there Let me stop before I jump the gun Can you drink milk? Do I drink milk? Can you drink milk? Um, How about that? Let's start there <laughs> um, Yeah, that's the question I asked I asked, can you drink milk? <laughs> can I drink milk? Yeah I can drink milk Okay, you can drink black. I mean, can drink milk? Go ahead. <laughs> Only with cereal. Okay, with cereal. So, what's your favorite cereal? Captain Crunch, peanut butter. Okay, Captain Crunch. Now all niggas is lactose, so you know what I'm saying. You know how oh, black? Yeah, you lactose. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Black folks is lactose. So, shout outs to you being just as black as all these other black motherfuckers. You can't drink that shit. Uh. Somebody told you know what I'm saying they always try to talk that shit about almond milk and coconut water and all of this stuff that could be more healthy for you. I tell you, almond milk is so sweet 
to the point where it's like, if I put cereal in this, I'm knowing I have diabetes. Like, it's really, really, really sweet. And I, I don't know, man. It's that coconut water is supposed to be good for like hangovers and when you work out and stuff like that. It helps you rejuvenate and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Just getting the word out on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Putting that out My there. My cue for a hangover is really, really bad for you. But when I tell you this has worked for me every single time without fail, I mean, headache, throwing up, feeling nauseated, whatever, what I do is I down a Powerade as soon as I wake up. And then I have another one on the side that I kind of sip throughout the day. When I say a couple hours later... Good. Just simple old Powerade, huh? Simple old Powerade has always worked for me. I've never had to take a Tylenol or ibuprofen or anything. I woke up and drank a Powerade and relaxed and sipped on the Powerade for the rest of the day, and I was good. So what they putting in the water? Just tell me that. What they putting in the water then? (laughs) That's what you telling me. I don't know. It's something in there. Whatever they put up in that bitch. That's what's up, man. I I tell you, people, uh, somebody tried to tell me I was working a job, bro. This guy tried to tell me. He said, yeah, it's just a mind thing. Like, people be drinking Red Bulls and all of this stuff, be talking about they be staying up for days and stuff like that. I just think it's a mind thing. It's like, bro, these are chemists. These are people that scientifically, you know what I'm saying, put the vitamins and different things into these drinks that do what they supposed to do to kind of help you you know what i'm saying so it it's more than just a drink sometimes it can become medicine so we can and cannot get dependent on it we can and can take it for granted i guess i don't know yeah it's worked for me every single time and you know what i think what it actually is is the electrolyte right because when you drink you know, you, you tend to pee a lot more, and when you're peeing, all of that shit is going right on out. So when we open the morning, you know, your your body's depleted from all of that. So when you drink that right. power rate, you, you gain a lot of that back, and it helps you feel a lot better. Hell yeah, definitely. Shit, that's inspirational, man. Power rate, that's it. That's what works. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard her. Fucking power rate. It's a flawless victory cool after enough. that. It's a flawless victory. You just wake up hungover as hell and just... So what's up, man? Mm-mm-mm. What about hard drugs, man? I had asked that question to someone in my third episode. I think I just blew his mind when I said it. only reason why I brought it up is because I... I have a story. I have a story time. Mm-hmm. And I tell a story of me and this girl cousin and this other girl they asked us to take these pills and we was like yo we could die we don't know what the hell this is they you know what i'm saying whatever we don't know what a packaging is none of this stuff like should we take this shit it was one of those it was one of those days so have you ever had one of those have you ever had one of those moments i kind of feel like um when I tried exit for the first time, I was really wanting to try because I wanted to feel that, you know, almost out-of-body experience and, you know, 
all of that. Yeah, you want to try it so, once. Just try I it that one time. Just a little paint. I was really, 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 really scared. And that's what they... First a big-ass fucking pill, and, you know, you could overdose and fucking die. Yeah. But, you know, the, the wanting to feel that euphoria, that, you know, that <laughs> ecstasy. You had a big... You had I a big... All of that. That's crazy. So, yeah, I had a triple stack. Okay, see, the ones that I had been kind of small, but I've had some bigger ones, too. I've seen it. Let me not stop. Yeah. Shut up. The Go one ahead. I had was called the Superman. It was in the shape of a Superman symbol, and it was a triple stack. It was pretty, it was pretty thick. A Superman, okay. And I tried it with an ex-boyfriend. He tried it for the first time, mm-hmm. and, yeah, I'm just going to say the beginning experience was fucking awesome, and then the come down was not so awesome. Mm, okay, so the hangover the hangover remedy didn't work, huh? So you tried that Powerade. Yeah, but Powerade's for drinking hangover. It's not so much for, you know... It's some other shit. Say appeal. All right, that's what's up, though. Y'all did it for the culture, you know what I'm saying? That's how it go, though. You know what I'm saying? You get your relationship or you get your person to do it with. And come on, let's do it. Let's try it for the first time. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how stuff happens. Yeah. Peer pressure is a motherfucker. It. We want to see did it enhance, you know, our sexual desires and, and everything. And, you know, I was in the bathroom, I was taking a, you know, shower, singing, you know, doing all the things that girls do when they're getting ready to, you know, cuddle and, you know, be intimate with their man. Okay. And, you know, I was singing and, you know, I was feeling my oats, grapes, wheat, spins, newts, everything that you possibly feel while the pill was kicking in. And I was under that hot water and I was just like, Oh, fuck, this feels amazing. I can't wait to just go and jump in my man's lap and give him a big, fat-ass fucking kiss. And it made me feel really good. It made our relationship stronger for the eight hours that we we sat up all night talking. We literally talked about our feelings and what we wanted to do and past mistakes that both of us have made. And after that, I don't know, the looking at him and looking at his lips and you know feeling on his body I wanted to attack him and we did we attacked each other we had sex for four hours straight well that's what's up I mean um I could say that I could say this here this is the black safe space I had my moments of Getting fucked up and didn't know that people had done some things to the drinks that I had, you know what I'm saying, had consumed. It only happened about twice before I was like, yo, so did it, you know what I'm saying, it hadn't happened but probably once without me knowing. And the second time was like, okay, y'all said y'all was going to do that. Did y'all do it? And they was like, no, we ain't going to do it, we ain't going to do it. And then, like, the next day they was like, yeah, so we did it, like. You know, so it's always been a situation of being around the guys and shit, my niggas, and we sit around and get a drink or something, and he might, my boy might slip the thing in the bottle, and everybody drinking the bottle. Everybody just so, it might be just one in the bottle, in the fifth, and everybody takes a sip and go from there. So it ain't really a situation like that. I don't know, man. I, I feel like I've been roofied a bunch of times in my life. Some just somewhere in my life, I just had to say that, like. Just somewhere deep down oh, in my life, I just 
I just feel like I have. I don't know. But I had the moment, though, where I finally was able to say, let's do this with an actual girlfriend. We did it. We were outside when we did it with a couple of people. When we got home, we did it. But was it, like, crazy or whatever? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, you might want to try that and experience that again with the person that you really like or digging. Right, it needs to be an actual moment where we actually take it together inside of the house together. Everybody has like that sweet romantic story, I guess, about if that situation happens, if a hard drug is... They call it a hard drug, but MDMA was... Well, Viagra, all of that stuff, all of this stuff was made and is still being made in a lab for the same purposes that it was made for many years when it first was brought up. It was first brought up to help relationships, to help guys having issues in their relationship, to help women with getting extra stimulation, you know what I'm saying, in their relationships, to help relationships. Don't you just love the extra stimulation? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and the confidence to go ahead and know that you know, your wife or your partner or whoever it is goes into the office and says, "Yo, I need more stimulation. How the fuck can we get that done?" And people are doing it. It's just life. I tell you, um, the reason for the podcast is just simply I know that people more incoherently, accidentally stupidly think about sex way more often than they'd like to present yeah more than they'd like to even wish that they did i'm sure that there are some people that think about sex more than they think that they should i i know i'm always asked this shit do you think that you think about sex more often than others or have want to have sex more often than others have you ever been in a relationship with somebody that couldn't handle your sex drive um well i'm a freak so i'm just gonna throw that out there i think about sex all the time um i'm i'm always like every time i pick up my phone i'm always seeing who you know what's on fucking twitter you know, what sexy shit has somebody posted or whatever. Okay, so you know about um, the dark side of Twitter. You know about Tumblr after dark and Twitter after dark. And that's yeah, Tumblr, you know, Tumblr used to be my shit. That used to be, like, my personal go-to, like, porn website. And ever since it's become trash, I moved on to Twitter. Yeah, and Tumblr was the safe haven. I was in love with Twitter, like it's father. Yeah, Twitter was the uh, safe place, the safe space right there, man. So I'm trying to feel like I can, um, you know, because Tumblr was a utopia and a just a place that everyone let their hair down and was able to be themselves because no one is really, I don't I don't know, people are because, you know, your DMs are, are something, a whole nother monster. But what's not in the DMs and what you express, there's more people like you. There's more people that like it. So you are normal. You're an individual, but you are normal. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like you're normal even though you've said what you said about being a freak and, you know? 
You know what? I don't. I've never classified or considered myself or put myself in that normal quote unquote box. Yeah. Because I know I'm not normal. I don't want to be normal. I don't even ever want to think about myself or consider myself to be normal because I'm not. And you know, I'm a freak. I'm I'm weird. You know, I'm outgoing. You're an individual. I'm You're also, yourself. You know, I'm. Sometimes the opposite of outgoing, and I could be very, you know, shut in, and you know, don't talk to me, and you know, you know, very that. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm weird, and I like it. It's okay. It's okay to be weird. It's okay to let your hair down. It's okay to, you know, to think things that you think. Right. I, I, yeah. Judged for what you think. Right. I'm a nasty motherfucker and I would tell anybody I'm a nasty motherfucker. And there's nothing wrong with I'm telling you whatever you're thinking or whatever, I'm sure that you're not alone because there's a lot of there's a lot of people in this world and there's a lot of thoughts that come to people at the same time. There's a lot of jinx, you know what I'm saying? Jinx moments and stuff like that. There's a lot of um deja vu. There's a lot of different moments in life where it's like have I been there before stuff like that or you get with someone and they're so connected to you. You have a brother or sister and stuff like that. You all finish words for each other and stuff like that. You know, it's that I have deja vu all the time and it's kind of scary. It can get pretty scary. Yeah, deja vu is scary shit. It is definitely some scary shit because it really can bring you to a place of like a depression. You know what I'm saying? It can trigger something. Yeah. It can, yeah, yeah, get you scary. I love the way that this girl says yes. I'm sorry, just to say it right now. I'm. This is so cool. I fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? She got that sizzle on that yes. But um, yeah, we gonna get deep down into the um explicit shit we didn't talked about all of that black shit all of that normal shit she's an individual she's a feminine woman she's gonna do what she wants to do she's a freak and you know what i'm saying i like i, I was asking and i'm gonna ask it again because you haven't answered it so i'm gonna ask it again just clear simple one time have you ever been with someone and you were either too freaky for them or you just want sex more than the average person or more than that person there? I don't think I've ever been in one of those relationships where I wanted it more than the person. I've been in one relationship and it was very terrible, so I didn't really want to give it up. I felt like I was doing all this extra shit for you, like waking up in the middle of the night for you and cooking you breakfast because you said you were hungry. Mm. And, you know, all this crazy shit. And you're still treating me like garbage. No, I'm not going to want to give it up to you. But then later on down the road, I was in a relationship where he did everything that I needed him to do. Not necessarily what I wanted him to do, but he did everything that I needed him to do. And I wanted to give up to him every single second of the fucking day. There wasn't a time that went by that I did not think about fucking him. That's what's up. That's consistency. That's some good energy right there. That's some good energy. That should be the energy and vibe that you should have with your partner. So it does make it to 50 years. And if it, you know what I'm saying, that fire dies down, you know what I'm saying, it's it's crazy. I swear, I just feel that sex is... Fire and desire. Yeah, sex is the glue for your relationship. (laughs) 
that's just always what I've felt like. Sex is the glue. And if your glue is not strong, like, if you ain't got that gorilla glue, then you fucked up. Like, you got some thin-ass, flimsy shit. You holding on. And I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody just feeling like I'm holding on. Like, Yeah. No, I want to be in a relationship with somebody because I want to be in a relationship with them. Not because I have to be in a relationship with them. Right, and it can be... And I'm not going to lie. I'm imperfect. I've been in relationships where, you know, I, I held on, I clinged on to the person because I didn't want to be lonely. Yeah. But when you're in a toxic relation like that, you know, sometimes being lonely is where it's at. I'd rather be lonely than be treated like a dog every day. Absolutely. We feel the same way, man. I tell you, that Zodiac shit, I have nothing. Look, I have no qualms with a Gemini. I'm an Aquarius over here. And, uh, yeah, man, we actually get along with Geminis. So, if anybody want to hate on Geminis, you know what I'm saying, we actually get along with you guys. So, if anybody hates both of us, you can hate both of us, but we're here to talk that shit. So, it is what it is, man. Hate all you want to, man. I'm still here. I'm still strong, you feel me? In the world famous words of Mr. RuPaul Charles, what other people think of me is none of my fucking business. Period. Yeah, they hate it on Jesus. Why not hate on you too? Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you gotta enjoy it sometimes when you get it, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta enjoy that gotta enjoy that sorrow and shit like that to understand what joy and happiness feels like. Sometimes you gotta actually feel that. But there's a method to the madness. There's a method to the madness. This is uh, 13. We're gonna get into the good shit with your girl Too Thick right here. Um, She gonna let... Yeah, she gonna let loose a little bit later. A little. So what I'm gonna do... I'll be nice, uh, she gonna be nice. Okay, so what we gonna do is let you roll up, let you pull up, let you do your thing, uh, whatever you gotta do. Hopefully, you are getting some head as you are listening to. Suck some dick, eat some pussy, or whatever you do. Cause I'm one to suck some dick during halftime or commercial break. Okay, yeah, and you know she like football and shit. So for all you niggas that like football and shit, I don't like football, but. You know what I'm saying? Ladies like basketball. You know what I'm saying? Swing that ass my way. It is what it is, man. She she over here talking that shit. So, yeah. She going to let loose a little bit later. We going to get to the juicy good shit, man. All that black shit, explicit shit. She going to tell us a good story. You feel me? And um, make sure that you like, 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 comment, comment, review, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. This is Black Euphoria. Uh... We'll be right back. This topic is going to be amazing. Stay tuned. I like them nasty. Real nasty, yeah. She like me, I'm nasty. I like her, she nasty, yeah. I like them nasty, nasty. 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 I like to jump in that pussy and suck on them fingers. I promise you, girl, I don't miss. 
squeeze on that ass while I rub on your asshole. While you motorbike up on the dick. Suck on my dick and I give you a kiss. Ugh, guess I'm a nasty little bitch. I'm with the shit. Yes, I'm with the shit. If you fucking with me, then you fucking a bitch. I know some little booties who nasty. I got some big booties who nasty. This who I go to when I won't be happy Cause they nasty, nasty I like a bitch, you go do what I tell her Suck on that dick and some freezing cold weather Play with that pussy right there in the car Fuck all that rubber, she want that dick raw She got that wet, wet, certified Taking you there when she look in your eye Wet, wet, slip and slide No, I'm trying to slip and slide I'm in that pussy and I like the taste Tastes like that act and a good fan of great On that ex tripping, me and babe Welcome back to Black Euphoria. Uh, this is the No Judgment Zone. Black people. It's not 19... 40 anymore it's not 1950 so we shouldn't think like it is um let's get comfortable enjoy yourself this is 13 aka shirt off shawty i do have my shirt off and um i'm sitting here with too thick and she gonna get into the juicy shit hey yeah uh gonna do something simple you know what i'm saying um, I asked you about pussy and should you have to pay for it or whatever. What if everything was in reverse, like where a woman has to pay for a guy? Like, even though the woman still, well, you know what? Hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Well, but let's do it like this. What if a woman... Is in the position where she wakes up in the morning and she has a dick. Well, I've been in a few relationships where I was the breadwinner. Or even when we were dating or being friends, I was the one spinning the bread. I was the one paying for us to go on dates and, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. So that really doesn't bother me all that much okay I mean if you're in a relationship it should be fair you pay for me I pay for you you, you spoil me I spoil you it shouldn't be a one way you know street okay so if everything was in reverse and let me just ask you this quick uh Vagina versus pussy. Which word do you like? Can you repeat the question? Vagina versus pussy. Which word do you like? Cause I, t- I like both of them. It just depends on what context I'm using them. And, and who I'm around. Because my best friend, she absolutely hates the really vulgar words like pussy and dick. Mm-hmm. So around her, I use vagina and penis. Okay, see, okay. So then go to the other spectrum. Then what's the penis versus dick? What's the better way to say that? I mean, if I'm just, you know, talking to the girls, we out, you know, at a club or whatever, and we see a fine-ass nigga in some jogging pants, and, you know, he's slaying, but, you know, 
I'm a bird watcher. I be watching the birds everywhere I go. You a perv. And you a peeping time. It's my favorite time because, man, the birds be out flying. <laughs> Your silly ass, man. That's what's up, though. <laughs> so you saying what you gonna say? You gonna say dick, right? Yes. Okay. So if I'm telling her, bitch, look at that fucking dick of the motherfucking pants. All right. So I mean, like, you see that dick swinging in jogging pants, like. So cool. Like the way that you're saying it, you're saying dick. Now I've dealt with somebody that was like, yo, I do not like that word. I don't fucking say that word around me. Use the word penis. That, that's what it is. Call it a penis. And I was like, ugh, like, sound like I'm in health class. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Still like a ugh type of thing. But I still feel like we grown folks. We black. You know what I'm saying? But sex is like, you know what I'm saying? Still kind of funny sometimes. It's like a fart. Even though... A fart is not supposed to be funny. Let it be a quiet room. All of a sudden, you hear a fart. Somebody's gonna laugh. Like somebody, yeah. yeah and it's like you know, whole room for people. Yeah, and I mean, you could be eighty years old. Like you still laugh at that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Sex can be funny like a fart, but sometimes sex is not a laughing matter. You know what I'm saying? I honestly, myself, <laughs> I don't take. Like sex is not a joke. I don't take not, people's pleasure. I don't. I don't play around nature, with other people's pleasure. That's what I say. I feel like making it funny makes it a little bit more comfortable and not as embarrassing. Yeah, that too. That too. But sometimes stuff can be like, as soon as you hear it, it's like it makes your mind go to a place, and everybody starts. Well, most black people laugh at shit. I don't know what it is. We go to straight laughing as a comfort or something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's our defense mechanism or something. I don't know. But what if everything was in reverse though too thick? Like if I would say I do it for myself. Let me see. Like if you woke up the next day and you had a pussy or I wake up in the morning I got a pussy right so I'm gonna imagine my body right now like we could play like a measurements game right now right so if I'm looking at a vagina I'm looking at a pussy and I want to say what I would imagine mine was supposed to look like or like the perfect pussy was to look like I can't Imagine it not being fat. I can like imagine my body now. I can imagine my body now being as brown as it is. Would I have like big, like I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like would I have like big titties and shit like that? Like how the fuck would I look? Like what the hell would happen? What kind of decisions would I make? So what if what what was? If you was to wake up in the morning as a as a guy, what are you supposed to do? Like, what are you doing first? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I might have to be like some regular guys, and you know, let the bird out the cage, and you know, because I really love, you know, 
I really love seeing thick print and jogging pants. It just does something for me. It just, you know, it's like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> a breath of fresh air, you say. <laughs> <laughs> it is. When you're talking to somebody and you can see their thick print. It just, I don't know, for me it's... Okay, well, let's do this. Let's do this. You're talking about dick prints. Let's think about this then. Since we're talking about clothes, those are the clothes that would be on you with the dick that you would have. You possess this dick when you wake up in the morning. You have a dick. You're going to wear sweatpants? Those are the clothes that you're going to be wearing? Yeah, sweatpants. I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing all of it. All right, now let me say this. Now let me say this real quick Women Black women Y'all like some tacky shit sometimes Like when you get in a relationship Has your girl ever picked up some shit That was just horrible Like black before your family Like have y'all ever Been with your girl Been with your guy And they pick out some terrible looking shit for you And they like it's so cute It's so cute Try it on Like they really adamant about it Like has that ever happened to you Um Honestly, no, it's never happened to me. Um, You've, never been, shopping. Phase, You've never been shopping with shopping. any of your friends and they've done some shit like that? Yeah, I'm going to tell them straight. Like, my mom, like, girl, what happened? No, <laughs> I'm not feeling it. But if you're feeling it, you have to work too hard so you do what you do. But <laughs> if you ask me for my personal opinion, I'm going to say no. Fuck no. Oh, mamas. My mama, she used to be like... Yeah, I love these shoes right here. Put these shoes on every time. Like they, my mama's shoe, her shoe game, like her, her choices in shoes used to be so bad. I'd be like, damn. Yes. <laughs> Shit, how me want to walk around like, like Wizard Kelly? Like I be getting on my mom all the time about her hair and about her nails. Cause she'll be, she'll be like, send me a picture of how you look. Oh, you look cute. You got your eyebrows arched. Let me see your nails. You know, you, I know you got your nails done or whatever. And then she'll send me a picture of her bald-ass fucking nails and this ratted-up, sinful-ass fucking wig. And I'd be like, Mama, really? <sighs> you going in on your mama's I can't wig? You. Leave your mama wig. supposed to be the example. Leave your mama's bird nest alone, man. She, she out here trying, man. She got the struggle wig on. <laughs> no, but when she get a poppin', she get a poppin'. But, you know, sometimes you need, you need a little help. Because when you get in a really, really... Re- good relationship she's been married five six years okay yeah i mean yeah you once you get in a relationship you start to yeah get too comfortable don't get too comfortable though shouldn't be getting too comfortable is the glue still good in her life is your mama still active as fuck no Um, i'm just playing i'm just playing don't be even thinking about that with my mother because there was a time in my life where I didn't talk to her for three years. We didn't have any. I didn't. I didn't have anything nice to say to her at the time. Mm. I didn't want to talk to her. I didn't want to see her. I didn't want to speak to her. And even when I tried to commit suicide, I still she tried to see me in the hospital and all of that. I still didn't want to talk to her. I was pushing her away. I was like, I, I don't want to talk to you because part of the reason why I'm in here is because of you. So why would I want to physically see you? When you're in where? In the hospital? Um, this year would be the year anniversary of 
me trying to take my life. And I've grown a lot mentally since then. But yeah, you know, me and my mom become on a lot better terms in this last year. Okay, that's good. So you guys today are in a lot better spot than you were back then. I appreciate that. I appreciate you telling me that story. And um, yeah, I mean, mental health is very, very important. You have to get that help, and I applaud you for getting that help. Um, I don't know if you were in a hospital or wherever you were in, but whatever you did, you sound better. You're still here. So, I would like to applaud you for still being here. I thank you for still being here. It's nice that you're still here. Yeah. I'm happy that shout you're out here. To my, my other mom, um, Adriana Hill. She literally saved my life on numerous occasions, but she physically saved my life last December. So, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here. Shout-outs to her. Adriana Hill, shout-outs to her. That's what's up. Other Mom, shout-outs to Other Mom. She needs a better name than Other Mom. <laughs> but you know. but shout-outs to her, though. Um, That's not exactly where I thought that that conversation was going to go, you guys. So Yeah, it kind of went left. Um, and that's okay, though. I tell you my... Extremely, extremely ADHD. So sometimes we can be going one direction, and my conversation always seems to steer off into another direction because I would talk about one thing, and then my mind would be like, "Oh," and then add this, and say this, and say that, and it kind of steers off, you know, into a dark alley. Into a dark alley. Sometimes it's not as dark as you may think it is because there is light at the end of the tunnel. So you know. I try to think about you know try to think about everything dark as positive as well. Like you're getting closer to darkness well, as a positive maybe coming I don't at the end too. Necessarily mean as like dark or you know sad or depressing mm-hmm. or anything like that. When I say dark alley, I mean to the left. <laughs> sometimes my conversations go to the left. Right, my conversations go to the left sometimes too. I'm telling my story times, and sometimes my stories go left. I tell you. It's like Ricky Bobby, you know what I'm saying? It's his great stories, and it's just like a NASCAR fan. Things just go left, and sometimes my stories just spin out of control the way that, by you know what I'm saying, Ricky Bobby's stories used to go out of control, man. Shout out to that boy, Will Ferrell. <laughs> we'll be back, though, in just a second. Stay tuned.
This is Black Euphoria Sex Talk Podcast B-E-S-T If you haven't been following along Had to stop Get a little bit of that smoke A little bit of that dope In my system, you heard Ah but um, I was asking Too Thick some questions. I want to ask uh, about some music real quick. What what kind of music do you like when you're having sex? Do you like music when you're having sex? I love music when I'm having sex. And I just be looking at, <laughs> you know, this is not a judging place. This is not a, anything like that. So when I say this, don't think I'm coming for you or anything like that. It's just weird how people be having sex and they be watching shit like the hulk or you know batman uh-huh they be watching fucking <laughs> avengers throwing sex like i just i don't understand how you can watch something like that i mean what's wrong with what? that what's wrong with that <laughs> well for i'm gonna tell you what's wrong with it for me personally i'm really really adhd like i said before uh-huh. So if we have, if you know, the Avengers or some shit like that or Dark Knight on the TV, I'm going to be trying to watch that shit. And I'm not going to be able to perform like I need to perform. But if I have some really good, sensual, sexual, you know, let me look you up and down music, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to really get into it. All right. Well, I mean, sometimes that sexual energy sometimes kicks off when you're in the middle of watching, say, the Avengers or the Hulk. Um, Simple. It's just you sitting there, laying there. Y'all could be both naked under the covers watching that shit. And she touch herself or he go grab her hand or some way that you all want to initiate. That you all may want to feel like whoever does it initiated first, they have that idea in their head. <laughs> yeah, whoever that person is, the aggressor or whoever the fuck that is, they go in for the kill. Whatever sets the mood, I don't know, but uh, the Hulk and the Avengers sometimes be the shit that get it popping. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, and you just be sitting there, you oh, grab well, the hand and be like, say less. And we just, we, we going, we at it. We'll get it popping for me if we're in that type of mood. We're watching a movie or whatever, and you're holding me tight and shit. The moment I feel that big throb on my ass, I'm turning around. I'm kissing, and that that kid, that one kiss is kind of like a say less moment. Like say less. Like it's it's about to get popping. Like we about to do this shit. Like come okay. on, get ready. So you one of them that lay down. Turn the music on, everything. Let's like let's get it popping. Okay, so you're more into having some music on than what about it just being no music on, sex noises? Um, I don't have this problem with it being quiet. Okay. Or like I said, you know, nothing on. But (laughs) I'm a loud person, so. Literally, everybody's going to hear. So the music also acts as, you know, a cover-up 
kind of cover up some of the noise. Okay. Alright. But I have no reason with it being perfectly silent. If you don't have a problem with me being as loud as I want to be, because I don't have a problem with you being as loud as you want to be, I encourage a man to moan as loud as he needs to. That shit turns me on. It's sexy to me. So, I mean, a quiet room with, with love calls between a man and a woman, man, that's music to my ears as well. A quiet room with just sex noises. That sounds cool, but I know you don't want it to be silent. I tell you, I had a guy, he was on here in Black Euphoria. He was like, shout out to my country nigga, man. That nigga said, hey, the bitch want death metal, rock and roll, or some Marvin Gaye. I'm like, neither one of them really turned me on in the moment, like, Either one of them options is good options. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, want, I would rather it be silent than hear both of those. Like, I don't know, that was crazy. Tell us to my boy, though. That's just me, though. That's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's not the opinion of others, it's just mine. So, I mean, vagina versus pussy. I've dealt with somebody that hated the word pussy and they hated the word dick. So it was always vagina, and it was always penis, and I always felt like a little ass kid, talking about like a damn wee wee or something. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like it. I feel like that with my best friend. I love her to death. Shout out to my best friend. But she hates the words pussy and dick. And sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm going to tend to like, not even steer the conversation into that era because I know it's uncomfortable for you and the moment we start talking about it it just it sounds <laughs> almost immature <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying it sounds but so immature like it's gotta come clean it just sounds crazy as hell. <laughs> that's her that's what she you know chooses to, to deal with and I don't mind either one of them you know, I don't mind saying penis. I don't mind saying dick. I don't mind saying pussy. I don't mind saying vagina. It's just mm-hmm. whatever context I'm in, I'm gonna use, and the people that I'm gonna that I'm around. Right, gotta talk spicy, man. I tell you, it's crazy. Gotta be creative with what you say around some people uh, in the BDSM world. You gotta find your ways around saying things and. Releasing the dynamics and all of that stuff of your relationships, and because you may have more than one, you know what I'm saying. And you may be a teacher or you may be a bank teller somewhere, you know what I'm saying. It's black people, yeah, they they doing some shit too. It's it's the teacher, it's the substitute teacher, mm-hmm. it's the garbage man, it's the mailman, it's the librarian, it's all that. It's your next door neighbor. Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. So, as I was saying, um, what if everything was in reverse, though, and, like, you had a vag or you had a dick? Like, waking up in the morning as the whole opposite sex, like, waking up with the opposite genitalia. Let's just keep it like that. Well... 
this is kind of a touchy subject for me. It's not, I wouldn't necessarily call it a, a uncomfortable subject because I am who I am. And no matter what you think or what you say or what you call me, I'm still going to be who I am, which is a phenomenal black trans woman. So for me, you know, sometimes it sucks not waking up, having a vagina. And then sometimes I've come to terms with having a penis. Okay, so you have that energy where you sometimes feel like this and sometimes feel like that and sometimes you feel like a nut. You know what I'm saying? Um, you heard the sizzle. Um, so expound on what you said there where you said sometimes you want to wake up with a pussy and then you've just come to a realization that I have a penis, so are you someone that wants plastic surgery? Um, you know, I've been knowing I was transgender since I was three. I never, ever, ever felt comfortable in my body. I used to, you know, get my ass whooped for saying how much I wish I was a woman and I want to be a woman. And, you know, I am a woman at an early age. So, um, you know, I always wanted a vagina. That's what I, I felt like I was, I was meant to have. I was meant to pop that pussy for a real nigga, as, you know, we say, or whatever. But it still makes me upset, or I still get sad sometimes. When I look in the mirror and, you know, I see that. But, I mean, it, coming to the realization is it's who I am. Okay, so, I mean, let's just say it like this. If you had the money to do it, it just somehow fell in your lap. You just, like, went to the store tomorrow, scratched off on a scratch-off, and... Boom, you got enough money to get yourself a plastic surgery. Would you do it? Yes, in a heartbeat. But then part of me says, no. I was always telling really people, serious people that I've dated, that I want to have an SRS. But if I were to find a husband, not just a boyfriend... Not just a fiance, but an actual husband that has already gotten married, who's been married for a while or whatever, and they enjoy that specific part of me, then, you know, I, I wouldn't do it. Okay, so I've already spoke in Black Euphoria about Flame and Roe. Miss uh, he she we is her pronouns um, I think that her entertainer hat talk to her she's a 
beautiful person. She's very funny. She's very entertaining. She'll keep you laughing. Her other hats that she has to wear make her who she is. It just makes her a well-rounded human being. There's the spirits in all of us uh, that are one and the other. We're made because of two people got together. And you have both sides of that person. So you have the feminine. You have the masculine. You have all of that together. You have to know that that's in every single person. So I wanted to ask you that about, you know, if you actually wanted to change that or, you know, I think that you kind of have it as a up in the air decision. If it was up to you, you had the money, would you do it? You said in a heartbeat, but then you changed your mind. I don't know. It's kind of a. It's a touchy thing. It's kind of something to think about. The dynamics are kind of crazy to think about that it's out there now. I mean, it's not even out there now. It's been out there. The ancient times and hieroglyphics, there are transgendered people on the walls. In Egyptian times, they're, they're still there. You can see them right now in the museums or whatever. Just go look. But um, And they're praised. They're the best. They're goddesses. They're treated like superstars. And so, where is 2020? And things yeah. are now different where if you run into a woman who's got a vagina down there, you may still have to ask that person, like, we can't have a baby because of what? Or we can have a baby and there's complications. Things happen. But com- communication is the key to all of that shit. It's good to get it out. You know what I'm saying? It's good to converse and have that conversation. This is Black Euphoria, the Black Safe Space. Safe Space. judgment zone I, I want this to be like an onion and we peel back the layers you know what I'm saying as you sit there you get more and more comfortable you should just pull your clothes off and enjoy you know what I'm saying so as you're sitting there rolling up smoking pulling up sipping doing your thing hopefully you're fucking as you're listening to this shit you know what I'm saying I have an oral fixation so we gonna talk. Just imagine that shit. Just, just whatever. But anyways, I'm here with Miss Too Thick. Um, so 
Uh, what you say? I said hi. Oh, you still there? Okay, all right. She's got some energy, so <laughs> I'm gonna let her. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna ask her a bunch of shit, and so this is the good shit. You know what I'm saying? The good shit that we should get to. Um, so wake up in the morning. You have the opposite genitalia. Everything is in reverse. Imagine your body now. What would your pussy look like? It would definitely be nice and fat. Because I am a very voluptuous, plus-sized woman. Right? Hits the name too thick. So, measure your body. Like, okay, so... You don't have boobs anymore. You just got a flat chest. So, you wake up in the morning and you have a pussy now. Let's see. You got You got titties now. Let's let's be clear. I do have titties. Now. Let, let's be clear. She has titties now. I have natural full B, if you want to call it a small C, that's what I have. I want a double D because I feel like it will match my body a lot more. But I'm content with having a full B. Well, you know, um, it's enough. It's a handful. It's a squeeze. You know, girls usually, if they get one, they don't get the other. So, if you got big-ass titties, you ain't got no ass. So, you got a fat old ass, and you ain't got no titties. So, you're going to have to play this measurement game creatively. You know what I'm saying? Creatively. We're going to have to put your eggs not all in the one cart. You feel me? And go from there. You don't have but Let's do it like this. If you would rather have a bigger ass or smaller titties, or me or bigger titties, which one would you want to do? Well, currently I have um, smaller titties, and I have a bigger butt. So you would want... My thighs are big, though. No, forget your thighs. I'm asking you about your titties and your ass. Which my one of them has to get ass. smaller? One of them has to get bigger. Well, I rather have bigger titties and a smaller ass. Okay, so we going with the bigger titties and the smaller ass. Now I gotta play imagination games in my head now, right? So I'm imagining your body, right? Okay. How tall are you now? I am 5'10". Okay, 5'10". Would you like to be shorter or taller? Short, of course. Hmm. What size shoe in women's would you like to wear? I think I would be comfortable with like a size 8. A size 8? Okay. I feel like that's average. That is about average. You know what I'm saying? Black Euphoria family, let us know. What's the the average woman shoe size? Um, 
And you know, like, I'm going to say it like this. I know if I was a woman and if I had a pussy and I woke up in the morning and I'm going to use my pussy, um, I think one of the first things I would try to do is to sell my panties. Like, that would be one of the first things I would want to do. Like, I would be thinking... I don't know, like, I would go into a woman's mentality and start thinking, like, business-wise, like, with my pussy, like, it's just, I think I would think wisely with my pussy, like, and I think you I would, would be, think wisely yeah, pussy. like, you know what I'm saying, you don't have to just give it up, like, you know what I'm saying, like, niggas is out here no. buying this shit, B, niggas is out there buying this shit out of some foot photos, niggas is buying this shit out of some panties, niggas is buying this shit. And I think that's what I would do. I think I'd do panties and foot pics. Like, so what would you do? Like, would you do some crazy shit with your pussy? Like, you know what I'm saying? You said you were supposed to pop that pussy for a real nigga. I want to hear some of this shit. Like, yeah, for a real nigga. Okay, so, so I mean, I feel like if I had a pussy, I would hold on to my shit for as long as I can. And when that real nigga come around. It's gonna get popping. Hey. All right, so then when he break your fucking heart, cause he ain't gonna be shit but a dirty ass nigga at the end of the damn day, cause you know how niggas get. Right? Yeah. You know how niggas do. Niggas change up like clothes, yeah. man. Go ahead, come on, tell me though. <laughs> Imagine what happens after that, like the breakup. I mean, you know, I'm gonna be hurt. Anybody's gonna be hurt after a breakup, especially when you really love a nigga. Especially when you really love a nigga and he took your virginity. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that that too. But once I get over that shit, I don't know. Hmm, that's there's something there's I didn't even think about. That's, I mean, that's really losing your virginity. Like, that's an awkward moment. Like, to think about going back to that moment again, having to redo your virginity again. Oh my god, that's like, ugh. That's kind of fucking crazy. That's crazy. Wake up in the morning. You got a pussy. But I feel like I would have to market my shit. Like definitely, gotta do what the gotta do. Gotta think wisely with that motherfucker. That's what it is, man. It's gonna be wet. It's gonna be juicy. It's gonna be fat. What you ain't say it was gonna be wet. I'm 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 mad at that. Cause that was the it's first thing in my head. Wet. I was thinking like, yo, if I had one, it's gonna my be. Is wet now. That's what I'm saying. Like my shit would be some slight. Like I just had to keep it tall. I'd be like, I'd be crazy. I don't know, but that shit, that's just some crazy shit to think about. So like, after that, you still trying to think creatively and shit like that. Would you be an escort? Would you do something like that? Probably. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna sit here lie to you. I'm not gonna front in front of America or anything like that. If I had a vagina, I would probably be an escort. One, because I'm a freak and I like sex, and two, it's a very profitable business. I mean, Who doesn't like a good porn. I mean, it's not a porn. This would be real life. This would be what you do. But like. I would see that as an option of something to kind of get into just for a little bit. I mean, every woman, let's be blunt. 
every woman wants to be a freak somewhere in their life they had like a freak like that freak light just turned on and would not turn off for them for a little bit like whether it lasted for 10 days or 10 weeks you know what i'm saying every woman goes through that moment in their life for the last 10 years you know what i'm saying that freaky moment where they just really want to get down try some nasty shit it happens it does happen shit what about being a porn star or prostitute some other old crazy shit couldn't do that porn star. what about being a dancer could you be a dancer think about that shit I could like, definitely be a stripper. Be a dancer. Oh, no. That's I some. Mean, I twerk my ass now, and I love the way I twerk my ass. I love how I shake and roll my big ass fucking hips. So I do that shit now. So I definitely can do it then. Well, let me definitely compliment your shape. Uh, I can also compliment your face. I can compliment beauty because beauty is also in the eye of the beholder, no matter what anybody thinks. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's say that being a dancer, man, that shit is tough. Like, being up on stage, drunk motherfuckers around you and shit. You know, some people had to get toe up to do some shit. I don't know. I dated a dancer one time. Well, it was before. I mean, it was before she was a dancer. It's way before she was a dancer. And then she came back around and... I had a little loop-de-loop, you know what I'm saying, a little boomerang action, you know what I'm saying. I had to knock that down while she was a dancer, though. It was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy, man. What life takes you, you feel me? It's a, it's a journey, man. It is. It's a journey, sweetheart. Would you, uh, what, what about, I know some shit, like, like, I would be off into some old crazy shit, trying to do cuckolds and, like, Fendoms, Cash Masters. You ever heard of some shit like that? Heard of Fendoms and Cash Masters? Pardon? Have you ever heard you of Fendoms or Cash Masters? No, I haven't stepped into that world. Oh, you don't know nothing about BDSM? You're vanilla? Are you vanilla? Do you know what vanilla is? Mm-hmm. You don't know what vanilla mm-hmm. is? Actually, I'm hit to it. Oh my goodness, have you ever seen Fifty Shades of Grey? I should have asked you that a long time ago, before you got drunk drunk. Actually, I mean, I've seen the previews, but I actually haven't physically sat down and watched the movie. Okay, well let me well, let me pause you there. I did say drunk drunk. She's only tipsy. A lady never gets drunk, okay? Let's get that clear. Yeah. Go ahead. But I do, when it comes to, you know, I do dig being tied up sometimes on certain occasions. Okay, well, it's not really not, even, it's not even really a BDSM realm of what I was saying with the Fendom and Cashmaster. A Fendom is someone that does sexual acts for money, and that's a female, right? And then a Cashmaster is a guy that, get someone to do the same things for them like a woman that specifically wants what she wants it could be a cougar it could be a young muff it could be a young motherfucker too like sugar mamas and sugar daddies they come in all shapes and sizes and all ages you feel me so yeah 
that's what a cash master is. A cash master is a guy that gets a woman to do some shit. Okay. So, what if, um... I like the hmm? Hmm? I like the technical terms. The technical terms? Oh, okay. Well, you know, the game is always played at one speed. I just, you know, try to... Yeah? <laughs> try to, you know, speed up a little bit or, you know, take it slow a little bit sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. So what's your favorite uh position? My favorite position is missionary. Okay. My second is writing. Okay. Okay, so I'm looking at something like, hmm, if that's your favorite position, you wake up with your pussy, those are the positions you're going to be trying to put, you still think yeah. those are going to be your favorite positions? Honestly, I feel like those will be my top two. Okay, those will still be your favorites, that's cool. I don't know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know for myself. But this is Black Euphoria though. This is the Black Safe Space. Stick around, stay tuned. We'll talk a little bit more. So hopefully we ain't bored you to death yet. Come back. Appreciate it, and you are somebody. If you don't know, honesty is the best way 
that you tell somebody that you love them or that's the best way to show someone that you love them it's just to be honest with them absolutely and you are somebody sweetheart and I tell you um, the world and society the way that it is um, it'll be mean and harsh to you it'll let you know that they feel a certain way about you walking into the bathroom but they'll let you die for the country they'll let you die in this country just because they'll let you fight in a war that you did not start and they'll let you die for this country but they won't let you go to a bathroom on your own so I want to let you know that you are somebody you are the norm you are not crazy and you are in black euphoria yes but you know I don't have that issues when I'm going to the public restrooms and, and things like that awesome that's what's up and I'm glad I don't have those issues being a beautiful black trans woman that's what's up I, I tell you Excuse me, I tell you, I have um, some women that have some ideas of their own. The cis women, cisgender women, they have their ideas of their own. And how do you feel? They um, feel, some of these women feel that the word cis is like a slur. It's a cuss word. It's uh, something bad. That pussy and dick? No, cis. Cis women, yeah, they feel that the word cis being added on to their name or saying this is a cisgender woman or this is a, you know, women have an issue with that. Black women have an issue with that. Shit is crazy. I don't. Yeah, you don't even, yeah, you don't even see it as a slur because it's not a slur. It's not a competition. It just started out of nowhere. Yeah, it is crazy because, I mean... It's a power struggle. It's, it's You're upset about putting this, you know, gender with the woman, but you're not afraid to use a transgender woman. Oh, yeah, not afraid to say all kind of slurs, and they don't even know that it's a slur. They're just ignorant, and ignorance is bliss. That's why I try to stay as educated on what the hell comes out of my mouth as much as possible. Try to stay educated and try to learn every day. Yeah, I have an example from my my boss, my old boss. She was, you know, she is a cisgendered woman or mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, she said every time she used to talk about me around her friends or whatever, whatever the case may be, she would always use the word training. Mm-hmm. And then she used that in front of me, and I had to tell her that, to me personally, you know, some of my sisters, they don't care about that word. They don't right. give a fuck. But to me personally, I feel that it's really derogatory. To mm-hmm. me, calling me a tranny is like calling a man a faggot. Yeah, I mean, in 2020, there's there's 80% of those that don't like it. There's that 20% of those that don't care because they just don't care for their many reasons. But it's more of a slur than it's not a slur, I would say. 
80% say it's the slur Go with the majority Just as we want to say Black people in general Just go with the majority Of how we feel We feel like fuck Donald Trump We feel like we love Obama We love chicken We love twerking We love spending our money On designer shit More than we should We out here fighting for fucking Popeye's chicken Sandwiches and shit We sag We wear our pants You know what I'm saying A certain way We wear our hat to the back We may be loud sometimes We may be obnoxious sometimes But it's just black Just what comes with it I tell you, it's some shit that comes with being other minorities too, other shit. Yeah. And it ain't really even stereotypes. It's just shit that just comes along with other people. And just, I think we just need to embrace it. America is a melting pot. And it's 2020, man. Shit is not the same anymore. I tell you, though, like, really, in e- e- Egyptian times, in Asian, I mean, let me say it right. There are hieroglyphics on the wall of transgender goddesses that are treated like rock stars and superstars. Praised beyond belief. And this is way back before a TV was even thought of. This is way before I saw a woman on TV and I wanted to just grow up and be her. This is way before that. This is general this is uh, this is life it's life fucking life man there's a certain way humans want to be treated just in general you know what I'm saying so we have to get out of our own way sometimes just have to get out of our own way sometimes and become someone else sometimes just wear someone else's shoes you know what I'm saying really look at it from the outside look it in so back to looking from the outside looking in. Um you got this pussy. What about having a baby? Like that pain of having a baby. Shit is crazy. What about having a baby? What what if you get pregnant? Like you out there fucking around with this pussy that you got and you get pregnant. Like what happens next? That would be I know life is something that's near and dear to me. Whether it's an accident, whether it's on purpose, whatever life is amazing to me and if I could produce that life that would be all the comfort in the world for my heart because you know nobody's ever going to love you more than your children's going to love you most of the time <laughs> yeah most of the time and I tell you I'm popping the, I'm popping the plan B fuck that shit you hear me shout I'm, I'm popping the pill I ain't getting pregnant I cannot do it I can't have no kids. Yeah, I'm popping this coochie, but I ain't I ain't doing all that. You know what I'm saying? With, with, with me saying that, I'll probably try to fuck with a girl. I'll try to find me a lesbian girl. Like, I just try it just to try it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of girls just try shit just to try it. And it's okay to just try this shit. Just try it. Just try this candy. Here, try me. Here, it's a free sample. <laughs> it's a free sample. Try this pussy real quick. Here, let me put this pussy no on you. You ain't got shit to do, girl. You ain't got shit to do. Let me just put this pussy on your face real quick. Let me just try some I'm shit. Put this pussy on your lips real quick. And it's okay. It's just all good. Like, I just find that to be so funny. That's a crazy double standard to me. 
But I just think I'd be I'd try that shit too I'd try to go be with a woman Yeah Wonder what would, women I, I would like, like me I would try to have a whole football team Honestly You try to have a whole football I team? Have, I would try to have a whole football team This is something about kids I love kids I love children That's I love up. the ups The downs The ins and outs Of raising children And that's the reason why I love working at the daycare That I work at because I love being around the children. I love making a difference in a child's life. Because my life wasn't all that great. So, okay. if I can make a difference in another child's life, that helps. Right, that's therapeutic. I hear you. That's uh, very positive. You feel me? Um. So would you What would you do with your pussy Would you nary your pussy Would you have it hairy Would you wax it Shave it You ever heard of sugaring No Sugaring is the same shit that they do Like you know when they thread your eyebrows Yeah Okay they're gonna use Grain like a fine sugar Like sugar That you could eat Sugar. And they're gonna grind that shit into your skin and rip basically the hair up out of you that you got down there. Now what it does is it hurts like hell. <laughs> it hurts like a motherfucker, but it's supposed to like not grow back for two months or some shit. You know, honestly, I feel like if I have to go through all that pain and suffering and shit like it. Yeah, they said people be in there screaming and doing all kind of shit like waxing if you wax it it's like a month maybe three weeks and then start growing back you'll see it at four weeks you know what I'm saying be like okay it's time to get it done it's been a month sugaring supposed to be two whole months clean pussy clean just Straight diving board, slide off into that pool. Yeah. What would you do? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Honestly, all that pain is worth two months. Yeah, you got a old sensitive old coochie. I could be pain free and shave it, and then turn around the next day and nair it, and have you know a month, a month and a half with no pain. Mm. Okay. I always try to think about that shit because I always try to bring things to the gray area, man. This conversation brings me to. Yeah, some people they they don't give a fuck about shaving their pussies and shaving their underarms, yeah. and shaving their legs and shaving their arms and and shit. My grandma, growing up, you know, my grandma had a mustache. She yeah. About you know. She was old, she had her red lipstick, and she had a fucking mustache, and that was her shit. And that's fucking crazy, bro. Just, this nigga shit, niggerish, I don't know. I don't even know what to call that. That's just, you gotta shave that, though. You gotta get that off of there. Yeah. Mama, you gotta yeah. get that off of there. Grandma, you gotta get that off of there. Shave that off. Me Wax and it off. my mother have been trying to convince her to shave her mustache for years, for decades, like... I've tried since 2008, up since 2013. 
I haven't talked to her since, since 2013, but from 2008 to 2013, I tried to convince her to straighten on my steps. Damn, black family, y'all got to get together. I mean, one, once people get old, they grow up and they grow apart. I understand that, but you would, black people, we got to grow together sometimes. God damn. You would think when you got older, you got wiser. Shit. And you, start, you, you, would, you would let some shit go and stop harboring some shit that, you know, you harbor. But no, in this case, but like I said... Arkansas is like 10 years behind. You know, the South is like 10 years behind. Not all of the Everything. South, but, you know, yeah. Not all of the South. Not not all of the South, but, I mean, like, Arkansas. Yeah, basically those city, states are Alabama, behind. Georgia, but, you know, you know Atlanta is the new Hollywood, you know, though. country, country state. Atlanta is fucking awesome. You can't tell me shit about fucking Atlanta. That's, I, honestly... Everybody says that's where dreams come true, and I honestly believe that shit. That is where dreams come fucking true. Yeah, it's a Hollywood out there. That's the new Black Hollywood. Shout out to Black Hollywood out there. It's a big ass, big ass city. So, shout out to ATL. I, um, brings me to a question though. What if everything was in reverse? Like every position is reverse. Women have the dick. All along, like women are transgendered all along, and men are transgender. Men have pussies all along, like, and it's just the norm. What if that shit was going on? Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's the norm. It should be the norm. Mm. You think it about to be twenty fucking twenty? You would think this shit would be the norm. I tell you this, there's more um, transgendered people in the world than you think. And honestly, as I stated, it's okay for these people to go into war, into battle, to save our asses and get blown up or do all kinds of shit, all kinds of bullshit for a war that they didn't even start. And that's okay. But it's not okay for them to do simple shit or go get married or go do this and go do that. I don't know about marriage. Marriage is just some whole other shit. But that's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my opinion. Marriage is some whole other shit. But that's that. I don't know. If it was the norm, I don't know. It's the gray area, man. And that's what the black... Before your platform is, it is the gray area. You're not in Kansas anymore. You're not in Arkansas anymore. You're in Black Euphoria, and uh, I'm here to talk black, not white. It's just colors. It's no colors. It's just black. Um, you know something funny though. Niggas love. To run trains on a bitch Like why is it that Niggas love to do that shit Like I don't know man I, I'm not even gonna keep that part of I I'm gonna probably edit I that know, shit out I never really got that Maybe because I don't know I Honestly I can't even give you a good answer And I'm not even gonna try to give you a good answer Because I don't know Because so I can when you find an I'm answer a, I want you to let me know Yeah cause I'm gonna have to keep asking this question I mean cause 
I've asked it to a few people. I've gotten some some crazy answers, but it's like I don't get it. You got you got two dudes in the room together that are this is supposed to be an uncomfortable position if you're both in there naked and okay cool it's different yeah it's a girl in the room but still like you prefer or you would enjoy that shit like my cousin he man wants to go out shout outs to that boy man I ain't gonna put him out there don't say his name shout outs to the boy though he just be like, yo, is the bitch fucking? Like, is she going? Like, yo, I'm trying to get it in. Like, yo, like, I don't want to be in a room naked with you, bro. No. Like, even if she is, like, bro, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that shit crazy, man. Just do it for the culture. Nah, bro, I passed. I passed. I'm good. I'll yeah. have. But, um, yeah. This is Black Euphoria. I appreciate the dynamics of this conversation. This is the first of probably three that I'm going to do like this. What would you do? If you woke up in the morning and you had the other genitalia, like, your face isn't going to look the same, all of that stuff, that gray area, all of that in between. Have that conversation, think about it, like, you say this way? interesting topic sometimes people don't actually think or see how it feels to be in somebody else's shoes or you know in the shoes of another person let alone in the shoes of the opposite sex yeah and this was meant to be thought provoking to be uh actual thoughts that would be in the gray area of that question what then let's go more into detail of what would happen I've seen that post I probably have that post as the um cover art and so you guys can check that out you feel me um this is black euphoria this is the safe zone this is a black safe space this is one of three I'm gonna do more dynamics but this was amazing, the first dynamic. With Miss Too Short, your silly ass, please let me know any time that you would like to come back to Black Euphoria. Please let me know. Hit me up. Yes, I definitely will be coming back. And uh, if you like to... I definitely want the audience to... You want the audience to... I definitely want the audience to see where, you know, especially the audience that are kind of stuck in that realm where they don't really acknowledge or they don't really know about transgender people. So I want them to see that we're like everybody else and we have 
thoughts and ideas just like everybody else. We're just people that want to be people. So I want to to show you guys that I'm a person just like you. Absolutely. There's a certain way that humans want to be treated. And we have to get out of our own way and become someone else for a moment and wear someone else's shoes to realize we're all humans and we want to be treated a certain way. Tell you, um, people's humanity kicks in when there's a natural disaster. That's when humanity is real at its realest. Shout outs to those that survived Katrina and, you know, 9 11, other shit that's been crazy, you know what I'm saying, that we forget about. But we made it through, you feel me? And we made it through another therapy session here. Miss Too Thick, let us know what you have going on. In your life, um, what you're up to? You know, like I said before, I'm a black, voluptuous, beautiful trans woman, and I'm just trying to live my life to the fullest. I'm trying to live my best life. Um, I love twerking. I love being, you know, just being me. I love my personality, and the people that are around me love my personality. So if you want to see a little bit more of my personality and who I am as a person, follow my social media. Um, all of it's the same. My Snapchat, my Twitter, and my Instagram are all the same. It's T O O T H I K zero one two. Tupic O twelve. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, I appreciate you being on here, man. Too thick. Zero one two two thick twelve. Shout outs to the girl. Make sure that y'all hit up, hit up with nothing but positivity, cause that's what we do over here on Black Euphoria. This is the no judgment zone for you lame asses. Don't think twice about being stupid. Don't be stupid. But this was a flawless victory. You feel me? I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Mental health is important. Would you rather cry in a Ferrari or be happy on the bus? You know what? I honestly rather be happy on the bus. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate y'all, man. 90s babies around the world. And remember sex sales, y'all. Uh, honesty is the best way that you tell somebody or show somebody that you love them and you are somebody black brother black sister you are somebody I appreciate you rocking with me i am your host 13. 13, 13 make sure that you like 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 this episode comment subscribe subscribe until next time until next time until next time this is black euphoria